Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to Riff Talking the Pros, episode number 10. 10? That's a lot of episodes. That's a lot of episodes. Um, how many tiebreakers can one world have is the name of our wonderful episode today. I am here with the lovely Sefi. How are you doing this evening? Uh, doing okay. Doing okay. Uh, the, the West has revitalized me. <laughs> it's been a, redeemed it, themselves so before we like we're gonna go obviously down for all the groups today but i just wanted to share a stat that, that sefi and i worked out before we kind of did this recording because it's quite incredible how much of a change it was if you remember back to our last podcast about a week ago and we were talking about how depressing it was to be a western fan as um the east thoroughly stomped us um we did a, a quick comparison because we had a much better second half second round robin um, so we looked at how many times the LCK and the LPL beat the LEC or the LCS. Well, the win-loss ratio is nine wins to the West and eight to the East. We're not we're not including the LGL or the PCS. It's just the four top uh, major regions against each other. That sounds like it went pretty even. Until you realize that four of those losses or four of the wins for the East were Gen.G in a absolutely bonkers day where every team like the we'll get on to the group d but they played a lot of league on that day so that four of those games were genji one was t1 two was done one and one was hanma life not a single lpl team got a victory against the lcs or the lec in the second round robin it's yeah, crazy that is a utterly bonkers because lpl best region kick w <laughs> they couldn't even sneak a tiny win against the most broken fanatic team ever to have gone to worlds still they couldn't get a win against them I, and like rng's your first seed up for the lpl like the only first seed they got <laughs> it's bonkers. it's insane lck though welcome back guys like we've missed you not <laughs> Um, right, but like you know, it's it's looking like the LCK are, are are way and above everybody else at the moment. But it has actually one of the nice things is we we were sitting here last week and we were really like worrying about you know is it going to be four LPL teams and four LCK teams getting out of groups? Maybe maybe PSG can sneak out of Group C. Um, it hasn't been like that. It's been a much more exciting second round robin. The West really did show up. Um, but yeah, that's been pretty cool. Um, so before we get into the groups, though, but one other thing we wanted to talk about right up front, um, as we talked about before, we've been doing a prediction game, um, and along with this podcast, I will uh, send out a link. It'll be in the description and it'll be on Discord to put in your um, predictions for the quarterfinals. Just the quarterfinals. We'll do another one for the semis and the final. Uh, same rules as from the play-ins. Um, you get five points if you get the exact result. Three points if you get the winner correct, but you get the exact result slightly wrong and you get no points if you don't get the winner correct but Sefi is um due a punishment for a punishment a forfeit i think is probably a better word for um not being able to win tired the... of us tying <laughs> making up new reasons to continue <laughs> to be tied um and as such we're going to be um my uh i'm gonna be making her watch the pentacle concert on the 28th of october so that is not it's a week from this podcast coming out. Um, I'll, be, I'll be putting a poll up on Discord um, for what time works for people because we'd like to do this with you guys um, to make kind of appreciate more her pain as she has to listen to what is, quite frankly, a really freaking awesome concert. If you, you know, want to join, feel free. We'll do it on Discord. It'll be in a public forum on Discord. Um, it'll be the whole concert, all 45 minutes of it. Um, so it is only 45 minutes, so about an hour, give or take, of your time. Um, but come along, get to watch Sefi, have to listen to Pentakill. And, you know, if you like Pentakill, then you get to watch the Pentakill concert again. So, you know, what's 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 there to lose? Um, but yeah, that is... that is My live reactions <laughs> as a non-metal fan. <laughs> it should be... It'll awesome. at least be league-themed, right? That's the whole point, right? Yeah, yeah. and, there's, you know, you, you've got... There'll be something there You've got Carthus, Viego, Kale. Like, you've got some really great um, characters. I do there. love Kale. Yeah, she is pretty freaking awesome in, in Pentacle. So, yeah, that, that's that's kind of the news at the top of the of, of the of this podcast for today. Um, the rest of the like, kind of league news for the pro scene is, is all heavily focused on on Worlds. So, we're, we're again, not going to cover 
roster rumors or, or, or how many players from G2 aren't going to be on G2 next year. Um, you know, all that kind of stuff. We'll cover that after Worlds. So let's talk about the groups. We'll start with the one of the two spiciest groups. Group A. The one that no one thought was going to be spicy. This was the group of, if you're not named FBX or them one, you're not getting out. <laughs> remember, remember when FPX was considered the best team in the world? Yeah, they got Fourth in Group A, two Western teams beat you. And one of them beat and they you really, twice. They really <laughs> had to handshake and both beat them too. Because if Rogue hadn't beaten FPX before the tiebreakers, FPX just gets out of the group. Like, yeah. that one, if that, if that one best of one went the opposite way, FPX is second place. But since Rogue also beat FPX, that forced the three-way tie... And then Rogue had to be FPX again <laughs> to then struggle through the longest game. And I swear to God, it has to be World's History. Probably not. Earlier matters were like <laughs> way more disgustingly long. But like a 60 minute game in this day and age is unheard of. It's it's insane. that it, it, It's definitely one of the longest games in the last, you know, three or four years at Worlds by far. Yeah. Um, it's so uh... I, I say by far, but then we've got like Group D and, and Mad versus LNG game two. That, that was quite a long one too. Um, no game, yeah, game two. But yeah, so group still a, less than an hour though. Still less than an hour. It was like fifty-two minutes, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but group A, damn one, as expected, six and zero. Like looked nigh unbeatable. Um, Cloud Nine yeah, and Rogue so didn't look terrible against them. The games were close until damn one got bored and decided to end the game. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, sorry guys, damn one are really freaking good. Um, there's not much to say about them. They they just look clean down the down the line. There's no real weakness. Like there there was no part of the game. There was no team. Like FPX came the closest to beating them, and they didn't come very close. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was that's damn one. That's there's a reason they are the favorites to win. There's a reason they are, you know angling to become the second team in world's history to actually retain the title, I believe. I believe T1 did it once. Um, which leads us with what then happened in the mess that was below. Um, Cloud9 are officially second. They're the second seed out of Group A. Rogue came third and Funplus came fourth. But it was a three-way tie. FPX played Rogue to get uh, eliminated outright and take fourth. Rogue then had to lose to Cloud9 to give NA the easy route into uh, the uh, the knockout stage. My poor babies. Um, but those... it was it was it was watching spring finals all over again. <laughs> yeah, but those that I the, to like obviously C nine are going to be over the moon. They got out of the group of death, looking pretty good. They they've done well. Hats off to them. Really proud. But Rogue should also be feeling pretty good. Like their week one was pretty 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 poor. Like they got yeah they 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 beat Cloud Nine, but they looked mediocre against Dan one of fpx to come no that comeback though like here's the thing again about rogue is like i don't know what they did dodo because <laughs> it really was like Dan one and fpx were really good at just like destroying his lane and killing him like every three minutes like and then, but the, and then at at the risk of then letting Hans sama steamroller over you at the end of the game, like that was, I think why Hans looked as good as he did because they just decided that they didn't need to worry about him, which I guess worked out for a while, week one at least. But like, yeah, I, I mean, I would, I mean, I don't know. I think the way I look at Rogue was their week one was not good. Like it was not what you'd have wanted to see out of Rogue. It may not been, may not been, it may have been what you expected, but it wasn't what you wanted week two though week two rogue honestly i was happy with week one rogue <laughs> do you remember them in playoffs no i was just fucking happy we beat cloud nine i took it i was just like we're fine we're not going zero six that's all i care about <laughs> but week two rogue looked they were really, competitive really against good against sam one and fpx they, they were they were good they, were, they looked really good um yeah they got no, their shit week, together yeah. they got their shit together um larson and we talked about this a little bit last week larson kept showing that he's right up there with the best in the world as a mid laner. Han yeah. Summer 
Yeah, I take a bounce. He is. I'm gonna go I think he's the best, best AD carry, carry in the, the world. world. <laughs> he is like, shown... Viper. Viper might be able. I want a one v one with Hans and Viper. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I think you know maybe Viper is the only one up there, but Hans Summer was a god, absolute so god good. for Rogue. I, 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 damn, this is not just coming from from people who quite like Rogue. Uh, well, someone who, who likes Rogue and someone who's mildly obsessed. Um, but whoa. <laughs> sorry, sorry, you're right. Completely and utterly smitten. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, like, hats off to Rogue. They, they should be walking away from Worlds. Sure, they didn't make it out of groups for the second year in a row. Sure, they faced damn one in, in groups for two years on the trot. But they should be proud. Cloud9, over the moon. Damn one, yeah, pretty satisfied with their result. FPX. What the fuck yeah, happened to FPX? What happened to you? Like, you won nothing on that final day. Literally, zero games. Like, played four, lost four. Like, what the hell? Like, what what happened to you? Like, I, I have no explanation for what happened to FPX. They just weren't Imploded? there. Like, I don't, yeah. And, and, and don't let that. Because, like, I was never, like, watching, like, as a Rogue fan, and I don't know if you know this about me, but I don't trust anyone ever. So I assume Rogue is going to lose until they've won in literally every game. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the anime is at 10 health. I could still lose. <laughs> yes, literally. There are literal times where I'm just screaming at Han, so I'm going to please hit the Nexus so they don't end up throwing. <laughs> that is a very common thing. But anyway, like, I felt really comfortable watching them against FPX. Like, I never really felt like they were out of control in those games. Like, they really... They dominated them. Like this FPX looked bad. Like, I don't even know... Because we were talking about this earlier. I don't know that, like, C9 and Rogue did better than I was expecting. Because, like, based on their performances against Dam1. But, like, FPX just, like, rolled over in the last week. Like, this last They did, but I don't think day. we should take away from what Cloud9... Like, is it just a bad day? Like... So it's a really shitty time of a bad day. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, but I don't think we should take away from Cloud Nine or Rogue that they outplayed, arguably coming into this tournament, one of the three best teams in the world. Oh, for sure, they outplayed them, and and that you know across the board, you should be walking away and going, yeah, you know, it doesn't matter how they performed per se on the day, Rogue and Cloud Nine, and in Rogue's case, twice they were the better team. Right, yeah. And I think, honestly, that's, like, the thing that, like, if, if Rogue hadn't beat, won that second game, I would think it was more of a weird fluke day for XPX than it ended up being. Like, I think uh, it, it really was, like, momentum's either their, their read was off on the meta or, some, like, they just looked bad. Momentum's a big thing. And if you think that's about... That's true, too. And if you think, you know, had FPX beaten Rogue in that first tiebreaker, I bet you the confidence levels would have come back they would have been they would say their decision making would have been sharper and they would have given C9 a much tougher game second time around. Um mm. or they would have given C9 a, a real run for their money. But because Rogue beat them, like obviously we don't get to see the C9 FPX game, but it's I know it's very um yeah, I mean, I'm happy. We got a Western team out on the first like out of the first group that we closed off, we got a Western team out. We were we were sitting here going, Yay, thank God for that. We were afraid of eight teams being from the east and we right. they won. We've got a Cloud9 out, like, credit to them. Especially having come through the players. We talked about this before uh, the podcast, because Seth was like, oh, it's really weird. Like, they've got two, two um, playing teams have made it through. Like, we didn't get any last year. I went back and looked at the last years before that. 2019, there was two. 2018, there was three. And then 2017, there were three playing teams that made it all the way out of groups. Um, it's not uncommon. The... the um, but you still have a really long journey. Like if you think about how many games Cloud9 have played, they played five games in no, four games in the playing stage, then they played a best of five, and then they've played like, you know, seven games in this group, and they've got a best of five again. That's a lot of league against the best in the world. So, you know, credit to C9 where it's due. They they're playing well. Yeah. And we'll talk about their matchup in a little bit, but they've got a they're gonna be very, very happy with their quarterfinal opponent, shall we say. <laughs> Such a quarterfinal opponent, though. <laughs> yeah, ironically, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. All we'll right, there. Group B. Group B. Well, this was a bit dull. 
we had all this spice. I think it was. So, like, me, it was okay, decided, okay. sure, but yeah. the games were still... Let, 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 me, let me rephrase that. Group A, the first day of the second round robin, was what's going to happen in this group? Where's it going to go? Who's going to get out? Who's going to be... Okay, other than Dan one, who is getting out? Group B, after two games, we knew who was getting out. It was kind of like the rest of the games were just about jostling for position and pride. And... Mm -hmm. So, you know, we'll talk about it. There was no tiebreakers in this game. It was all decided in the, in the, in this, um, like after the six games for each team, T1 went five and one, um, came out to seed number one, EDG four and two, seed number two, 100 threes, three and three, and DFM went zero and six, unfortunately. But we'll come back to, you know, DFM in a second. But yeah, after games one and games two, T1 and EDG were locked as out. The only thing that was less to decide was which one was going to be first seed. And 100 Thieves decided that it wasn't going to be EDG. Because again, yeah. this was a gay. You know, T1 went 3-0 and on the day. EDG went 1-2. and The only team the LPL seed could beat in this group on week two was the LGL team. And that they shouldn't have won. Like, they, they did not play well in that game. Yeah. So DFM, DFM should have won two games this day. Yeah. Like, that 0-6 scoreline is not... If I feel EDG, like indicative of their important If EDG had been playing any other team in this group other than DFM in that first game, they would have lost. Yeah. DFM were just unfortunately not quite at the level. Like, they made one too many mistakes to, and allowed EDG, uh, EDG back into the game. EDG, like FPX, look like they've forgotten to show up. Unlike yeah. FPX, they, they, had to play, they got to play DFM, so they got an easy win, quote-unquote. Yeah. But, yeah. T1 looked pretty damn solid again. Like, there wasn't a lot. Uh, again, I don't know if you saw their DFM game. I mean, DFM. Okay, so DFM. Let's, let's was, cover them. Let's, let's cover them. DFM went 0-6 in this group. They're going to be proud that they got to groups. That 0-6 scoreline does not do them justice for how well they play. They, they shouldn't have gone undefeated in this group. They should have gone un. No should, wins. Yeah, they shouldn't. They shouldn't have had zero wins. They should have had. They should yeah. have gotten a win. Yeah. They shouldn't have gone. Oh, wait, for so, so long there. That's like that's they not, shouldn't have gone. They right. shouldn't have gone completely defeated. Yeah, sorry, that was a bad choice of words because it was the wrong word. Um, but yeah, T um DFM credit to them. Like they did really well to get to groups, and then they did. Then like their play was really good. They just couldn't actually turn it into a win. But hopefully, we'll see yeah. them again in kind of like next year and we'll almost certainly see them at msi and worlds again next year hopefully they can continue this success yeah hundred yeah thieves. I, if you're an ljl fan i think you're happy yeah like, what about hundred thieves though because i'm i'm curious as to your opinion I... on thieves. man i don't know first of all fbi was straight running it down i can see if... But like other than that, I think FBI again. Uh, I'm very ADK biased, apparently. But like he was one that I thought had some some good performances, even in losses. And then that EDG game, though, uh, the whole team looked so good. I was just like, why couldn't you have shown up like this? The whole friggin' series, like, I don't know. It, but they looked really good in the game against EDG. So like, I don't even think. That was like a flat like they just they outplayed them. They, they, it wasn't it wasn't even like a cheesy level one that got them the lead that they never hold like like go of like they just like got those leads themselves and yeah no, ran. I, I think Hundred Thieves did a like again they didn't make it out of groups. They weren't expected really. Like they were was, not. Expected there was to, some yeah. thoughts of. Oh, if T1 don't really show up, maybe 100 Thieves can sneak in. You know, they got DFM. Yeah. They, especially once they got DFM in their group, you kind of look at them and go, well, there's two, three wins, like two expected wins for you. Suddenly you only need that one win against T1 and, you know, or EDG, and maybe you can have that um, that tiebreaker. But obviously they, they didn't quite yeah. manage to scrape it. But Fortunately, um, they didn't get the win against the one that was uh, already in second yeah, at that point in time. Yeah. So, I mean, so. But they did do well. Um, they they did do well. But yeah, this group wasn't quite the spice of groups three of uh, the other three groups. It was there were some good games. Don't get me wrong. But the the kind of that's the first worlds for everyone but Huhi too, right? On a hundred thieves, like Abadagi's yeah. never been to worlds, and I know the rest of that squad has not. 
But who he went with CLG before as a mid laner? He did, yeah. He has, yeah, and that's that's true. He did he did role swap as well and do really well in his role swap, make it a world. He's one of the one of the few players to have been to worlds in more than one position. He's up there with Perks, um, Xiaohu? Xiaohu, I think is the, is the only other two that I can think of for definite that are in this current worlds have been to worlds under as a different role. <clears throat> Might be a third. Oh, Ripper. Um, well, we'll get to him. Yeah, we'll, we'll get back to Ripper. But yeah, Ripper is another one. But it's, it's it's not a big, like, there's not a big lot of people who've been to international competitions in more than one role. So, you know, yeah. But yeah, Group B was Group B. Um, T1 and EDG. We'll talk about their matchups again. But yeah, they're, they're going to be pretty happy with where they are on those ones. Group C. We've got... We'll go through the list and then we'll talk about Fnatic and then we'll talk about the other three because Fnatic is where we're going to draw most of our attention in this group. RNG went 5-2, and two, uh, winning the tiebreaker against Hanwha Life to take first place. Hanwha Life went 4-3, and three, losing that tiebreaker. Um, so they both went 4-2 and two in the regular six games and then obviously had that tiebreaker to separate them. PSG Town and Fnatic went 3-3 three and three and 1-5 and five respectively, and leaving them as third and fourth. So... Positive start for Fnatic. They came up, they got a win against RNG, game one of the day. Didn't win the other two, but boy, did they look so much better than week one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there was a little bit of like backs against the wall, nothing really matters, let's just show them what we've got sort of mentality coming into week two. Versus, like, week one, I still think everybody was just emotionally... Yeah, so there's been quite a funny... Like, very upset. There's been quite a lot of talk around what happened. We we talked about it a right. little bit, uh, and I think we'll just kind of, say it, kind of say it again, that you can't imagine what was going through the five players' minds last week when what kind of came out during the second week is it appears that the decision was made about 12 hours before game one of which eight of those hours the team spent to sleep like right to, to quote a certain coach um so like that is no time at all to get your head around a what's happened like you know you're you're one of your star players has left the team the day like number one number two you're playing like imagine if you're here he, like you're in the duo lane if this was a mid laner or a top lane especially the top laner you might have been able to survive because it's more of an island, particularly top lane. But this was someone who has a um, who is an actual lane partner. Though it is Hilly, so does he really have a lane partner? Um, <laughs> and you saw it a lot in the week one. They just weren't on the same page as the team. That they were clearly their decision making was and like non-existent. They weren't playing fanatic style either, like because I think they wanted Hilly to babysit being more like Hilly wasn't roaming. Hilly was always in that lane yeah. and Hilly roams. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what Hilly like, he does. Plays, <laughs> he plays Pike, he plays Rakan and, and then he goes, see you, AD Carry. Good luck. I'll see you at the team fights. Yeah. Like, maybe. Um, <laughs> I live long enough for you to show up to them. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> uh, which is why Reckless and Hilly were such a great duo because Reckless is obviously known for being an incredibly safe lane in AD Carry. Yeah. Um, so it's, but like the emotional state of these players to have gone through that in week one, gone zero and three, gone through all the pain of social media, like just like you we we talked about like tweets from Nemesis, not tweets from Nemesis, but, like screenshots of Nemesis chat calling them out as bullshit and all this kind of stuff. They'll have seen all of that, they'll have gone through all of that. To actually haul themselves out and beat RNG, who topped the group. You've yeah, got to have well, like... players. That the mental reset coming into week two was obvious because they didn't look even in their losses they didn't look as miserable like you know what I mean like th there was one game in the first week where like they fell behind and then Whippo and Hilly were just like speed running it to the enemy nexus to like die in fountain like if they weren't killed before then like yeah, that yeah. was there, there was borderline was... borderline reportable inting the only reason the game didn't last didn't go and quickly is because the enemy team didn't quite believe they were doing it so they kept assuming that there must be there must be support for this player why is he in our jungle on his own oh he's not it. <laughs> um it's fine yeah you don't see that level of inting at pro play but no i i want to just take a moment to, to, to praise fanatics 
comeback in week two, like their mental reset. And the fact they took the game off, like Bean was looking really, like he's got so much potential moving Bean forward. was not the reason they were losing. No. <laughs> no. Bean looked good. Like, I mean, like, again, we're not talking like Bean's Hot Sama level, but like... For an academy Bean good player. for an academy last minute Hail Mary swap in. Going up against, To your you know, first Worlds, never even having played an LEC game in your life, like... And, and you're going up against... Like, and you're going up against Gala, like... Gala, Deft, and Doggo, right? Are the 380 carries in this pool? No, 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 no. Uh, that's no, Unified. So, unified, yeah. sorry, you're right. But, but, but still, Deft, world champion. I go sub. Yeah, <laughs> Deft, well. yeah. Deft, world champion. Gala, the man who replaced Uzi. And uh, <laughs> Unified, like, you know... Like, this, this honestly is, a, is like, a pretty stacked 80, 80, 80 carry group. group. Uh, well, and even upset would have been up there as you know, arguably one of like. I think upset would have been the best city carrying the group. Like, I just think the world of upset. Like, and well, especially seeing how good Hansama did. Like, and I, I, I think upset was the better city carry in summer than yeah. Hansama. So like, so, uh, so again, like we're not kidding when we're here. Like, like this. Like, I really think there was no way Fnatic wasn't getting out of groups. If upset was here, and you think you know, like, had had they you know, yeah, I I genuinely think you know, without 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 upset, they had a real chance of being out. This wasn't the easiest of groups, you no. Know, RNG, Hamwa, good teams. PSG aren't bad either. Like they they got three wins, each of those other teams. So like you know, right. they did well. Obviously, two of them were against Fnatic in most cases, but um, Fnatic should have been able to get out of this group with upset. So I feel for particularly uh, Adam. Because it's his first Worlds, this is not how he would have won his first Worlds. What a terrible first Worlds experience. Like, you know, Rippo, But Hilly... I mean, still came out in his first game and first-blooded, solo-boloed his enemy top laner. So, like, yeah, I'm here he's for done, it. Yeah, he's done pretty well. But, like, you know, um, Niski, Brippo, and, and Healy have all been to Worlds before, right? No, they've all... Yeah. Um, so they know what it should feel like. So they're, they're going to be disappointed. They're going to be frustrated they didn't get to show off what they could do. But at least, you know, they, they've got memories of other Worlds. But for Adam, this is gonna suck for him. Like it's gonna, he 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 played well. He showed up. He really did show off why he was able to replace Brooke as a top laner. But he just didn't have a team below him because the team below him was just like, what the fuck happened to our AD carry? And and you know, Bean obviously wasn't expecting to play, so he's gonna be pretty damn happy that he you know had a world experience. Yeah, think, yeah any world's experience for him is good. Um, and I think we we talked a bit about this last week that. Like, this dude's going to be starting LEC in the spring. Yeah, like, just, it's just a question this of... This performance, or... this experience, like, he was already obviously... Like, Fnatic Rising, what, was, like, runner-up third place? Something like that in EU Masters anyway. Like, he's on a strong team. He was a strong AD carry yeah. before. But there'll be, there'll he's be getting teams, picked up by somebody. Yeah, there'll be teams that, you know... <laughs> whether, whether he goes to a team like, um, you know... Fanatic. There's every possibility. Honestly, that there's, there's every possibility that Upset doesn't come back. He just stays. Yeah. Um, so he could stay on Fnatic. You know, Fnatic. other teams that might be looking for new AD. G2 needs an AD carry. I'm still here for the G2 Doggo rumors, but I think um, those are just memes. So yeah, yeah, I agree. Bean's got a really bright future ahead of him. So this has done him the world of good. I feel for him. Like it's yeah. not really what. Like again, it's not really what you would have wanted your first world experience to be because you didn't get there. Like personally, right. Um, so, but also, if there's one fanatic player I don't feel sorry for, it's be <laughs> exactly like <laughs> he, he's the only real be beneficiary. Fine. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But we can stop by the other teams because because you know we can't just be on on uh, fanatic RNG. Mm -hmm. They they showed up given that like, they were they were the rogue of the LPL, shall we say? <laughs> right. Yeah. This is what we were talking about. Well, and especially, like, when we say that Fnatic were, like, expected to top this group, it's because RNG were on a downswing during playoffs, and Fnatic was on, like, an extreme upswing. So, like, RNG, yeah, turned around like Rogue did. They actually showed up and kind of squashed everybody being concerned that if RNG should be there. Yep. So, they should. them getting top of that group really, I think, does it. And uh, between... Hanwa or PSG. I really thought it could go either way yeah. this week. Hanwa played Hanwa. Hanwa. Yeah, I was surprised. I think, think that the the, the disappointment actually the arguably the biggest disappointment for me for week two of Group C was PSG. Right. They went 
the only game they won was against Fnatic when mm -hmm. I think at that point Fnatic was already out. Oh yeah. So yeah, like, you know, I think both PSG and yeah, PSG and Fnatic were both out when this game was played. So there was a no pressure game, like there was no um because of the way the results had gone, this game meant nothing. Like it was the last game of the of the of the groups prior to the tiebreak between R and D and Hamwa and that was the only game PSG won, and they didn't look great in it. Fnatic just didn't care. Like they're they're like, oh, we're out, we're done. Can we just get get through this game? Can we go home and and, and do something else, please? Fnatic wanted to win that though. They, like especially yeah, they wanted to win, but like, RNG, but like like for pride. But it wasn't like yeah. Once once PSG got ahead, Fnatic didn't try too hard to like. I don't not saying they didn't play to their best of their ability. I'm just saying like the fire wasn't there once they started to fall behind. Um, yeah, that's kind of fair. The but so yeah, PSG disappointed me that like they just like against Humble Life they got rottle stomped in that first game. Of oh the day. yeah, they did not look good that game. They didn't really yeah. I mean yeah they yeah they didn't look good all decimated. day. Decimated like there was like the, the, there was another one of those games where you just look at it and go well, GG go next. Like there was nothing good to say about PSG in that first game other than the fact they didn't drag it out for too long. <laughs> So yeah, I think Wasn't actually... that the one that uh, uh did did Hanwha kind of like meme them a bit or a little bit towards that? the that it was like like they just were not hitting the nexus and letting minions take it and it's yeah. just like wow a little bit of memeing at the end yeah but like it was this is, this is this every was what, ARAM that I want to report everyone <laughs> it was something like a twenty two minute game or something crazy like that it was not a long game it was really gross was yeah really, I think it was like two inhibs down at eighteen minutes type thing it was it was yeah it was it was brutal and RNG didn't give them much better experience so they did do a little bit better against rng um but yeah they just i don't know the psg were definitely not the team that i wanted them to be on week two they they they, they had a chance to get out of this group and do be really like show off the pcs's strength and yeah. they just didn't really get a chance especially yeah. given that um Togo's team uh Beyond Gaming. Beyond Gaming didn't even make it to groups. This was like, they were the one represented the PCS on the main stage. So, yeah. I feel I feel for them as disappointed in them. But Humble Life, you know, again, another playing team. I think team. they're overperforming compared to what everybody... Yeah. I mean, again, this group was this Fnatic group, imploding. This group got easier with Fnatic. When Fnatic lost upset, this group got easier for every yeah. team not named Fnatic. Yeah. Okay. Group D. Well, now... Where do we such a good, start? Such a good day of League Like, just... If you miss wanted... by all-out brawls all day long, everything on the line, every single game. So, let's Insanity. just... I'm gonna, just in case you... Oh, I've been living in a hole and not quite entirely sure what happened in Group D. I'm gonna list off what happened after every team had played six games. We had... Gen G, 3 and 3. Mad, 3 and 3. LNG. Three and three. Team Liquid. Three and three. We had a complete reversal first, right? of the first right. round to get a four-way tie. Four-way tie. First four-way tie, I believe, right? In history of Worlds. In yeah. the world's history, yes. And they had it in the rulebook as to what to deal with it, just in case, so there was no concern. But it meant yes. there were three tiebreaker games here where... But uh, also, like... In, a, in an elimination bracket... This was Group D was the group of life, and it was literally like anyone can get out, and then it became like, well, we <laughs> played the full round robin, both or both round robins, and anyone can still get out. <laughs> In fact, we basically have not played a single game because you've all beaten each other. <laughs> Nothing matters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... And this is a couple of games I want to like specifically talk about um, in this group. The first one is um, just because of how bonkers it was was the first of the mad lng games dumb <laughs> this was this we talked about how humble life did a number on psg mad saw that and went we can do more yeah this was i mean in the lng did still actually manage to store out the game a little bit longer than 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 psg did but yeah what was the top laner for um for LNG was what it's Ollie, zero right? and yeah, Ali was what zero and six at eight minutes. Oh my god, like yeah. that. 
like, they didn't let that poor man live. He was about two or three levels down on his on like everybody on the team except the supports. And the only reason the support was down was because the port, support had to keep coming top to bail the poor sod out because Mad just went, no. Like, you want to, oh, we saw you by your tower. Right, we're going to three man dive you. We got TP's Every up. We'll make time. it four man dive. Like, it was brutal. Mad, Mad, honestly, in that game, looked, I mean, admittedly, LNG kind of crumbled at the start, but that kind of performance at Mad, and this is really relevant for the next section of the podcast, that level of performance and Ruth. Uh, ruthlessness that you saw from Mad in the first part, reminiscence of Damwon. Yeah. Really was. Like, it was, I mean, and it wasn't like... They... But we need to put a pin in that, too, when we talk about, I don't know when you want to talk about the second Mad LNG. Yeah. Then we and had there... the second, was the second, the other game we to pick up on was the second Mad LNG game, because that was equally bonkers, but for an entirely different reason. Because remember how good they were at repeatedly diving top? Apparently, lightning doesn't then strike twice. Then they were twice. giving LA double kills repeatedly <laughs> under his own turret. Yeah. That, that second failed turret dive, Elioia looked tilted out of his goddamn mind. <laughs> like, like this worked two hours ago. Did they? Bust we, have, we have ruined it twice. <laughs> we gave him. Did they bust the turrets <laughs> between our games? <laughs> <laughs> Top turret MVP. Let's be real. Well, then the, it, it didn't matter, but <laughs> but this was the second like stupidly long game uh, of, of the of the group stage. It went to fifty odd minutes, and the it got to the because point after inching their minds out in top lane. Mad did what Mad Lions does. Yeah, and <laughs> managed to turn it around. But my my lasting memory of this game is going to be the last about eight minutes, maybe five minutes of the game, where you know the Elder Drake had gone down, the Baron had gone down, and uh, mad made a mad push like, because quite frankly at this point the structures were still intact they'd spent so much time fighting for 45 minutes they'd forgotten any of the structures so they couldn't just waltz into the base so mad did this push they managed to get the inhib they were on the nexus turrets and then the respawns came in for lng so lng killed mad and they ran all the way down mid killing the structures they also hadn't killed got to the turrets and then the mad respawns came in you had a 2v5 moment from from um, humanoid and Kazi, and then that took out like the whole of um, LNG apart from two members who were running through the jungle. And Kazi goes, La 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 la, Israel ult snipes them, and like, oh, Mad have won this. <laughs> it was insane. But it really like, was like literally one nexus to the other. It was just like a round of the extreme style. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, this is the stupidest thing. And then we got our second Western team out of girls. Yeah, and uh, I don't care that they didn't beat Genji <laughs> in the final game. They achieved the objective. They got the second Western team out of groups. And, and yeah. Yeah, they wanted they wanted damn one. They didn't want to beat Genji. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh yeah, so this was, I mean, a couple of things like other uh, other than mad, like LNG were the other playing team in this group, they um kind of did do pretty well they had they, they had great moments against man as we just talked about they had some less good moments um but they you know they took obviously that everyone took a game off each other but like lng showed up that they were the i i arguably they were probably the best lpl team in week two yeah no honestly and and that's you know bear in mind that you, you're talking about you know fpx edg and rng the other three like three massive massive lpl names and LNG looked like the best team. Out of the I LPL. mean, LNG beat a Korean team. <laughs> They're the only LPL team that managed to beat another ma major region team. Yep. <laughs> the ones that RNG got was PSG Talent, and the one that uh, EDG no, got no, was RNG did, RNG did beat Humble Life once. They went one-on-one -on -one against Humble Life. Not in the second week, though. Yes, they did, because they won the tiebreak. No, there wasn't a tiebreaker. RNG, was there? Was. Wait. RNG, yeah, 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 yeah. They went one, but like, but that was still like they had okay, to... but the regular season. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. In the regularly scheduled games, it was um, so LNG. Oh, like cool. LNG should be happy. Like they said, they weren't expected to get to Worlds anyway. They, 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 they. If you think about where they were in 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 the LPL season, like they were not very high up. They they had to do the whole gauntlet run. They, they and they they they've beaten a lot of teams. They've beaten Sooning, Top Esports, RNG, 
ironically, uh, until they came up against FPX and in EDG where they didn't do so well. Um, and then when they got to the postseason, they had to go up against. Um, I'm just checking my notes because it's disappeared. Um, yeah, they had to beat Team WE, another really strong name in LPL kind of games. They've had a really difficult run to get to Worlds, and then they had to go through the play-ins. And they showed up and did themselves justice on the main stage. So LNG, again, another team which didn't make out of groups, but can look back at their Worlds uh, performance and be proud of themselves. TL. So I'm going to point to a caster curse that was given to TL just before they played <laughs> LNG in the, uh, in the, in the, in the tiebreakers. Genji, they played Genji in the tiebreaker. Who did I say? LNG. LNG. I meant Genji, I didn't mean Genji. So Cloud9 won three games. 100 Thieves won three games. Unfortunately, when Team Liquid went into that tiebreaker against Genji, they had already won the three games they were allowed to win as an LCS team. <laughs> so unfortunately, TL were doomed from the start of that game. Also, well, they were doomed also, too from their own history. They're also called TL, Team Liquid, who have yet to ever get out of groups at Worlds. So, but they've were, won. They've won three games, games every world and never gotten out of groups. Yep. And usually, three can get you out of groups. Yeah, I they just can never do it. Yeah, ironically, uh, there were one, two, three, four, five teams that won three games. <laughs> who didn't make it out of groups at this world, which is actually right, insane. Yeah. But um so many tiebreakers. So many tiebreakers. Um which to answer the question at the top of the episode, there were six tiebreakers this world. In this group in, in this in, in this main stage. Like we're not including play-ins. There was two in group A. We'll see. One in group C and three in group D. There's a lot of a lot of tiebreakers. Which actually What were the tiebreakers in play-ins? Since technically you titled this episode how many tiebreakers that in the world. That is true, that is true. Tiebreakers <laughs> my advice. Tiebreakers <laughs> in um in play-ins, there was none in group A, because it's a four three two one zero group. There were two in group B. It was DFM versus Cloud9 and mm. Galatasaray versus Beyond Gaming. Yes, I remember that. Just double checking myself there. I'm wrong. It was Blonde Gaming versus Unicorns of Love. Um, and then Cloud9 versus DFM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah there yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that makes more sense. Yeah, that so brings then, us to a total a of eight across the two group stages. Insanity. That is a lot. But it's really, particularly for the main stage where, you know, in the planes, it's a bit easier to end up with tiebreakers because of the single round robin and, and that kind of stuff. But what's incredible about the main stage is to have especially especially after week one where only one group didn't have an undefeated team to have had to have gone from having like that level of domination of groups in group in in the first round robin to that many tiebreakers is fantastic it was a great viewing experience it was an amazing like i would say see how close the teams are this 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 really does feel like now anybody can win anybody can come second in worlds we kind of sort of know who's gonna win well but you do that because I it's wanna, gonna be mad right i want to segue use that as a segue into the quarterfinals so we do know the draw for the quarterfinals i'm gonna list them out in um like play order and then we're not actually gonna jump and talk about one game first and then we'll go back into all the other ones um but the draw, so just to be, uh, so, everyone, yeah, so everyone understands how that works. A seed one team plays against a seed two team. And you cannot be on the same half of the bracket as the, as the same seed from your group. So if take group A as an example, Dam1 will play against a seed two team. Cloud9 will play against a seed one team. But Dam1 and Cloud9 cannot be on the same side of the bracket. So the next time that Dam1 and Cloud9 could meet would be the final. So just as a kind of use that as an example. Mm. So on that basis, we have finals confirmed. Just kidding. <laughs> T1 versus Hanwha Lai is on Friday. Friday? Yes, Friday. Friday. Um, at one o'clock UK time, two o'clock. All the games at the same time. One o'clock UK time, two o'clock European time. Seven, one, seven a.m. Time. Like almost civilized time for uh 
for for I'm you folks. I'm so excited. And, they, and if you're if you are living in the in the outback of Australia, I believe it starts at eleven p eleven a.m. I think. It's I have no idea how Australia works. Right. <laughs> I think it's eleven a.m. Um, it is certainly in that kind of ballpark. Um. No, it must be eleven p.m. Yeah, it's eleven p.m. That would make more sense. Yeah, it's eleven p.m. in in Australia. Um, so we caught T one versus Hunter Life LCK match is the uh, first one on, on Friday. On Saturday we have the LPL match, which is RNG versus EDG, and then we start getting some more interesting games on Saturday. Sorry, for Sunday we have Dumb One versus Mad, and on Monday we have Genji versus Cloud Nine. Let's go in reverse order. I was going to say, let's start with Genji. Let's C9, start with Genji. We really spoiled this a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So when when this was announced, we saw tweets from Cloud Nine going, "Yes, we got Genji," and then we saw tweets from Genji going, "Yes, we got Cloud Nine. Because quite frankly, neither of these teams are rated particularly highly. Let's put it this way: they're not expected <laughs> to win worlds. They are. They're both quite shocked they got out of groups. They were looking for the right. other weaker teams to pick, and they got each other. Like. This is a great game. This is going to be, um, this is, this is going to be a good series. Like both teams are capable of winning this match. It's LCK versus NA. That hasn't happened very often in best of fives. Generally, like it's they, like a partly because there's not always been a lot of LCS teams that made it out, but also when the NA teams have typically made it out, they've not gone against LCK teams. It's been LPL or LEC. So this is a rare chance for for to see this regional matchup. Genji, strong team. C9 got perks. Perks gets better the longer the tournament goes on. Um, That's true. I this is I'm excited for this one. I'm I'm kind of glad it's on Monday because um, I might have a half a chance of watching it. Um, I just realised that I actually have my kids that day, so no, I'm not going to be watching this game because it's half term. So I will not begin to watch this match. That's a just remember that I am I am going to be at a science center. Um, I will watch it later. But it's more your... enjoyable, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be my, 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 you should see my kids there they have the best day i'm um, you know it's gonna be great um i will watch the game when they're asleep at night but yeah genji versus cloud nine um let's go just jump into predictions then we'll talk about because we, we are different on our predictions for this game so you want to ending again do you want to go first what, what's your what, what are you saying for this one? Oh, it's three it's three one cloud nine baby it's the wise rise of the west let's go like so perks activated genji so, overrated so, Let's so, go. So, Faris, please don't hate me for this. You know, I'm sorry. You know, I know you're going through. Havana has no faith. I, I, I I've gone. Out. I've gone three two Genji, but I do think Cloud9 can win this. I know I've, I've, you know, I've given it to Genji. I, I've given it to Genji just because I think they'll have like that that little edge. But I I would not be shocked if this was a C9 win. Do you know why C9 is going to win? Go on. Why is C9 going to win? It's a pants stiff baby. <laughs> They're not playing Rogue anymore, so I can wear my C9 pants (laughs) and curse them and they will lose to Genji. So anyway. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm I'm... the pants stiff has not worked out very well for C9 in the past. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think there's too much to say about the specific matchup between Genji and C9. Um, Cloud9 play through perks and they will continue to play through perks, um, which... And and Gen G don't have the strongest of the mid laners for Camilla LCK, so there is there's that. I don't know. I I, I could probably argue myself into it being a C nine victory. Um, it's gonna be close. I am genuinely expecting to go to five games one way or the other. Um, I think your three one prediction is a little bit generous, but no, get out. It's fine. <laughs> but it, I, I, stop. Know, yeah. But equally, you know, you know, there's there's every chance maybe Cloud Nine decide on the morning. Yeah, you know what? We're gonna crush this, and Gen G go okay. It's uh, gonna be Perks tweeting we're going to semis today, so Yeah, and then that means they're Gen- gonna three one it. Yeah. The wrong way, they're gonna lose three one, but you know. Whoa <laughs> Perks cursed his own team. Um like I don't honestly, you know, the winner of this game will play the winner of RNG EDG, neither of which like, you know, there's a route to finals for these teams. So I don't know. Gen G versus Cloud9. Um, it's really generous you're like these two teams suck but then they're gonna play the msi champions or the lpl champions yeah because 
yeah. yeah. Well, let's, let's, let's just remember who the other four teams are in this tournament. Like, if you're going to be on the side of the bracket, you wanted the LPL because the LPL sucks right this last few days. Okay. Okay. Fair. Like both Gen G, both Gen G and Western Edge over LPL right now. Both Gen G and Cloud Nine won more games in Week Two than RNG and EDG put together. Uh, yikes! Just leave that in perspective. That is how poor they honestly, are. Honestly, honestly, those LPL teams sh should be so glad they dodged the West in this draw, playing each yeah. other. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh boy. So the, nah, the, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. I we'll see how fives go. I mean, LPL playing LPL though. You're not going to see how bad the LPL is against other regions again. No. We could be we could be given that copium again, and LPL's good. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, oh boy! But the the really the, the this is this is my this is my take of the week. Dan one versus Mad on Sunday. The winner of this game will win worlds. Me. Whether that be Dan one or Mad, whoever wins that match, I is really would. Win I, I'm not well, gonna say okay, it's a spicy take. I'm just. I'm not gonna say it's a spicy take, but it is my. I opinion. think. I think that's this. If you're gonna say one of the winners of one of these games is winning, like that's who wins worlds. Then but yes, my point is that is, game. Like, and obviously, the everyone's gonna look. Everyone's gonna look at Dan one and go, "Yeah, Dan one are like gonna win worlds." Like that is the expectation given the way the groups have gone. The expectation is Dan one is. But nah. what I'm saying is, that's not my Mad, <laughs> If Mad can have it in them. To beat Dan one, I don't think there's another team in this tournament who will be able to stop Mad. See, here's the thing. The only team who can stop Mad. Let me tell you about how many times I have cursed Rogue. And this is all I'm going to say. As I said, in spring finals, we don't beat G2 to lose to Mad Lions. And then I said earlier this week, we don't beat FPX to lose to C9. Don't Mad say Lions anything about Damn Mad. <laughs> Mad Lions is going to beat Damwon to lose to T1. I'm just saying it now, yeah. and then T1 win Worlds. <laughs> the only thing I say, I don't believe if Mad can somehow get past Damwon, the only team left in the tournament who will be able to beat Mad I think it is, is Mad themselves. No! <laughs> it's T1! Most likely they'll be playing against T1. Yes, I would agree with that. But, um, so, that being said... My prediction for this game is 3-1 down. Honestly, though, out of every team that could have picked Damwon, I think Mad's the only one with a shot of taking them down. Yeah. Maybe EDG. I think EDG it... didn't open the second seed. Yeah, but I, I, I'm still hoping for an EDG Damwon final, which is what I wanted going into this tournament. Yeah, you're gross. Um, but Mad, the reason I think, and, and we talked a little bit about this before the podcast, the reason I think that Mad actually could beat Damwon, and as you say, are maybe the only team in the tournament who actually have a shot at it at, as it stands, is because Mad's ego, which is the reason that Sefi and I don't like them, <laughs> actually plays into their strengths. If you look at their no, record... Do you, do you know why I don't like Mad Lions? It's because every time I've ever actually rooted for Mad Lions, they have me in the ass they cannot win when i okay. want them to win okay. speak for yourself the reason i don't like mad lions i think they're a bunch of arrogant pricks <laughs> well i also think that no, here's the thing i love elioya and karzy that, that's true i am painting them with a really black brush that is not it's not all their players there's there's just something about mad that that comes to me across as they're very arrogant but that isn't like that is not necessarily that's, that's, a weak that's a point. This is a really, you really good thing because you have to be going into that matchup believing you can beat them. Because if you go into against Damwon Gaming and you are not a hundred percent sure you can win the game, you've already lost. Yeah, and, you look like Rogue did in the first five minutes of their game against yeah, you Damwon. Look, because Damwon are going to come at you one. like a like a like a train, and if you are not prepared to deal with it, if you are not looking at them in the eye and saying we can outskill you. And having that confidence and that arrogance to, and it is arrogance to better yeah. say that someone, you do not have a hope. So, Mad are the only team left with that level of arrogance, and that is a great means that this is going to be a great series. I think um, the other thing is Mad have always done better against better teams. There, if you think about their runs in the L in the LEC, they've played when they played against G two, they've elevated their game. In the regular season, they win more against the 
the teams above them in the table and the teams below them in the table. They thrive on that beating the best mentality. Well, you don't get better than down one. So, you know, I'm going 3-1 down one, and I think you've gone 3-2 down one. No, I picked mad. Fuck you. Oh, yeah, you did. You did 3-2 mad. You did actually go 3-2 mad because you are a mad lady. But, um, sorry. Um, but, yeah, I, I... No, I told you I was inting hard. Yeah, but, you know, this it's, you're absolutely right. Of all the teams, mad, and believe me, if mad beat Dan one, I will be very, very, very happy. Not just because they're an LEC team, but because it, it's just an achievement to beat Dan one. We did a quick look because we were just curious. Since um, Dan one took over the LCK at the start of summer last year, they have lost 11 LCK games across three splits. Like, yeah. Just let that sink in. At Worlds, they have lost a grand total of Zippo. Now, admittedly, MSI, they didn't look quite as strong. I mean, again, but the they group did come second. They were in, but they did still come second. So, you know, like, they, like not quite so strong merely gets you second. Like, you know, if I'm a damn one fan, I'm not too upset with that. But, like, this team is really. And there's, like, we talked a little bit about it in Group A. There is no part of their armor that seems to have a weakness at the moment. There is nothing for you to exploit in Dam 1 to give you an edge. You are going to have to match them, outskill them, and put them in a position that they don't I often find themselves that. in. I, like, especially, again, being bot lane focused, I think that they were really easily attacked in their bot lane. It's just that, you know, nobody else is really... <laughs> better in any of the other roles to do a whole lot with it but maybe 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 but i, I don't know i think getting the bot in your bot in the head against damwon is great but their ability to move around the map and shut down your bot lane because you know bot lane is not neat not a hard lane to shut down like when they get ahead no so you're getting like if the only lane you can get ahead against damwon is the easiest lane to shut down you've got to be inch perfect and now, you know, we could see three games or five games of Ezreal out of Kazi, which honestly is not a bad idea because, you know, Kazi is A, a phenomenal Ezreal player and B, pretty damn good at not being one-shot by, you know... The uh, I was going to say, there's a, there's a reason he was Ezreal in the world's video. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Kazi is known... Like, I would not be upset with five games or hopefully, you know, less than that of of, of, of um, Kazi's Ezreal because I think that's probably the, one of the safest picks and gives them a window to win. Um, but I don't know. It's going to be, I think of all the series, that's the one I'm actually most looking forward to. And I hope it doesn't disappoint. I hope mad don't just show up and get ruffle stomped because that would be really disappointing to me. I think mad. Yes. The, are they capable of that? Are they, <laughs> are they, are they up against it? Yes. Can they win? Maybe. Please, please, please. You least... Ye of little faith. Like, <laughs> ye little faith. They've made yeah. it this far like i think at this point in the tournament anything can happen yeah, I think and mad is lions is going to be damn one okay okay let's talk about the two regional matchups lpl first rng versus edg i this is a coin flip yeah because again you so... had edg kind of come in <laughs> on a high and underperform a little bit and you had rng come in on a low and overperform a little bit. Yeah. But then EDG, have, you know, I can't imagine EDG are going to be happy with their performance from week two. So they're going to get a bit of a shellacking from their coach. Are they going to show up in, in, in the quarterfinals? Um, we're, again, Sefi and I are split on this one. I've gone 3 2 R EDG and you've gone 3 2 RNG. <laughs> so like, we both think it's going to go to five games. Um, one thing that's worth noting. This game won't look like any other game from Worlds because it's LPL versus LPL. It'll be the LPL meta. It won't be the Worlds meta. <laughs> yeah, like these guys already like have a read on each other. Yeah, this this will be uh this will be a very different style game. Be much. It won't look like those them. So again, it'd be a fun game to watch. I think for me the reason I think EDG if EDG play to what they can play to, they should beat RNG. But what and the reason. 
And so that's why I would always pick EDG in this matchup. But the reason I think it's going to go to five games is I'm not entirely sure EDG is at the level they want to be at. And I think RNG is playing above. RNG are playing at their kind of level, at their top of their game, which is enough to beat an underperforming EDG. I just don't think it's enough to beat a performing EDG. So I think RNG are, have a shot here for sure, but it'll depend on what EDG shows up. Week one EDG or week two EDG? Because week one EDG <laughs> looked as scary as damn one. That's true. So. Now I'm a lot concerned about my picks. Yeah. No, that's fine. RNG's going to win. <laughs> I don't know why I'm concerned about this over, you know, intings for C9 and Mad. <laughs> like, this is the one I'm concerned about. And then, okay. it, and then actually the one prediction that Steph and I have identical is uh, T1 versus Hanwha Life. We've both gone 3-1 T1. <laughs> and Hanwha will upset them. Yeah. I will go 0-4 on this It's week. worth noting that this is a rematch of the last LCK game of the season, which uh, determined which team went to the main stage and which team went to play-ins. Obviously, yeah. we know the result. It was 3-2 T1. Um, but that being said, um, T1 looked like they were angling for another world title they they looked really good this week you want to stepped up yeah. yeah i'm excited about it and but, but... i kana's canon gives me nightmares but yeah <laughs> but let's be fair to hum my life both t1 and hum my life went three and oh in the regular scheduled games on week two hum my life the only game hum my life lost was the tiebreaker against rng this week so mm -hmm. you know I don't take away from Hammer Life. Again, similar to um, when we talked about LNG and their, and their kind of unfortunates, they also, like Cloud9, have come all the way through the plains. So they've mm -hmm. had a long road to get here. They also had to go through the gauntlet um, on the LCK. So uh, I think T1 have this. T1 are the better team. T1 know this, like, it's not an unknown opponent, but like, you know, because it's a bit like the RNG, EDG. T1, Hammer Life, they know each other. They played against each other a lot. T1 are the better team. As long as T1 show up, they should take this pretty handily and move on to face the winner of Dan 1 versus Matt. I think, yeah. I think that, I don't think there's going to be a lot of many people who argue on that one. I think it wouldn't surprise me if we see the uh, analyst desk be pretty much uh, in accordance with that. I'd love to see Teddy play in this series, though. I miss Teddy. Yeah. <laughs> they said it was going to be like they were going to do both players were going to play, so hopefully he does get a chance to play. I uh, know. I mean, it makes more sense. I, it would not surprise me at all if they if they do start to um, with the best of five. With the yeah. best of five, because it makes it's it's an easier to switch out your players in the best of five, like because then it throws the other team's prep because yeah. um, you have to lock in like who's playing in the best of ones quite early on you can't it's a bit yeah. hard to swap like not so much on the on day two when it's all the games in one day you can swap between games so you've got less notice but like ahead of the the first round robin you have to pronounce your team ahead of the day so um well like early in the morning so you know you pretty much know who's going to play but swapping out like you know you you go one and one like the first two games are even uh and then t1 say oh sorry for game three we're going to swap in teddy for gumiyoshi gumiyoshi that will throw off Hamlet's prep because they are very different any carries. They're both very good, so you don't have to worry about like. Hey, oh, but yeah, they, they are play different champions. They play a different style, um, so it does throw off your prep and and. Teddy, some... Teddy's your Han Sama, <laughs> and Gumayushi's yeah. your Reckless. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, uh, so obviously, gives... that's why we love Teddy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you but should it... be a Gumayushi fan here, Reckless fanboy. What are I... you doing? <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate Teddy. I appreciate his his flashiness. I don't forget I like Han Summer. I've never not liked Han Summer. I like sure, sure. good AD carries. The only AD carry I'm not so sold on this world is Carsey. I don't think anybody's ever been sold on Carsey being top AD carry. Except apparently G2. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> anyway, um we are at over an hour. This is obviously gonna be a long one because there's a lot to talk about. Um as I said, we will put up the predictions for like for you guys to join in. Um, as soon as this podcast goes live, they'll be available for you to submit. Um, it's been lots of fun. I hope you guys continue doing it to the end. Um, we've got um, these four games this weekend. We'll then, obviously, 
post our thoughts next week. We've got semi-finals the following week, and then finals is on the week of the third. Um, so hopefully we all have a so week. Yeah, is on the third, sixth, whatever the date is. I can't do maths. Um, but it's the following weekend. Um, I hope you guys have been enjoying Worlds. We certainly have. It's been particularly the second round robin was a lot of fun to watch been some fantastic games some really exciting close groups and i'm really excited to see what the teams have for us in the quarterfinals so from me from sefi have a wonderful week enjoy the games and we'll see you in discord for worlds the quarterfinals yeah Woo!